Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. Today is Wednesday, October 26th, and I am so glad that you've joined us today. My friend Lisa Pearson is back on the show with me today. Hey, Lisa. Hey. So we're sitting here with our guys, and we haven't actually been together in the same room for like, I don't know how many years, and we can't stop talking, and we're never going to get anything done. We can't stop laughing. I just, okay, I have to block this. And all of the things that we've been through in the last 25 years and just wa- raising children and mm-hmm. watching kind of what works and what doesn't and legalism inside of the church and all, you know, parenting styles and all the things that we thought were going to matter, matter when we were 18 that turns out they didn't really matter at all. And and so we you we could do this. We should have the guys on. That would be actually... They need to be on. I know. Yes. That would be a hoot and hollering. <laughs> 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 so we, they can hear him in the background because they're in the room with us. It would be interesting to see if we can get anything done today. But... I want to. I'm, tr- I'm going to try really hard to keep us on track, okay? Because uh, I want to talk about um, simple hospitality. And we, you know, you have a passion for having people over to your house, and you have a really incredible way of making people just feel loved by bringing things to them. And so we thought it'd be fun to share with the listeners today just five ways that they can practice simple hospitality. Why it's so important um, that we're in each other's lives mm-hmm. and sharing that kind of ups and downs and talking about things that really matter. I'm not really a small talk girl. You probably, you know this about me. It's one really? of the things I like about you. <laughs> we talk about everything. I know. I don't really <laughs> like small talk. Anybody, anybody got time for that? You know, I'll do that with my refrigerator repair guy, right? Mm-hmm. But not with somebody who I want to be, have a relationship with. I want nice. to have real conversation. And you and I were talking earlier when you got here that uh, you and I have recently, years more recent than mine, but you had a hysterectomy a little mm-hmm. while ago. Mine was about two years ago. And I told you, it just about killed me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm going to die from this, you know, from... The hormone therapy and all the and all the you know side effects of the anesthesia right. and everything that would be a season when I was not being very hospitable, <laughs> right? With anybody, including with anybody, your family, including my family. Yes. Like my kids would come in and want to talk to me, and I'd be like, "Hand me another oxycodone, good night," you know. And so during that time, people brought me things I will never forget. And I think this is I think people I think we forget how important the little things are. Right. One day I kind of. Um, because I had a whole bunch of like unfor- a series of unfortunate events that happened uh, with that hysterectomy, with that surgery. And I woke up one day and I was just feeling kind of discouraged just in my bed and just feeling like I'm such a high energy girl normally and I can't think straight and I don't feel mm-hmm. good. And I got a knock on my door and it's my friend Michaela and she'd come over with one of those plug-in electric blankets oh. and just a box of like my, she knew my favorite cookies. She remembered that I love um, hummus and olives and just this little care you know, like a little basket that just said she she loved me. Mm-hmm. And I still remember that to this day. There's something mm-hmm. precious about someone taking time out of their day and bringing you something that says, I remembered you. Mm-hmm. 
I love you. I remembered you. And so I want to kind of talk about that. I'm, we're going to give listeners five things uh, that they can do to practice hospitality, simple things. And uh, the first one is that your house doesn't have to be perfect. Exactly. Why not, Lisa? Why not? Why well, should because we, we'll because never do it. There... <laughs> we will never, ever have anybody in our home if that's we right. wait. There's always, you know, and I think it really actually endears people to you when there is something that um, goes wrong or yeah. that is not functioning. And, you know, um, a couple of years ago, um, we had a, an issue with a refrigerator that was broken and it seemed like there was two or three other things going on at the same time. And we had scheduled two different couples to come and stay with us. They didn't even know who they were. I was staying next door. Scott was at work and they were just, you know, overlapping. Right. We had a um, toilet that was not working. Nice. We had only cold water and we had paid our bill. So that was not the issue. And we had a broken refrigerator. For the win. For, you know, it, it comes in threes. And so anyway, it would have been really easy to be like, you know, we're going to put you up in a hotel or, oh my goodness, you know, we don't have this happening. But, you know, it was so great um, having these people in our home. Mm. And um, and I think that it just said that, you know, things don't have to be perfect. We love you for who you are. We we want to share what we have, even though we don't have a functioning home right now. We care about you. And, um, and, and that's I think, the message. And I think it just, you know, and it was really good for our kids to see and for our neighbors to see, you know, that um, things are not always perfect in our home. And, and not that we ever pretend like they are because everybody knows it's not. But I think that sometimes we can get so focused on what other people think or what we think other people expect. Mm, and, so true. um, you know, and we all have just, we just all want to be loved and accepted, you know? And I think that when we're showing that to our children, because they're learning from us, um, you know, that it doesn't stop because then it really becomes like, it's about us. It, it hurts our feelings or it's offensive to us, or, um, we're not portraying who we want people to think that we are. So it really becomes a selfish issue and yes. a heart and then it issue. it keeps us from being able to be hospitable and being able to practice the gift of hospitality, which kind of is a trap from the devil. Like, I mean, really, if you think mm -hmm. about it, you know, he doesn't want us sharpening each other as iron sharpens iron. He doesn't want us encouraging each other and living real life together. He would rather that we lived our lives with facades and that we lived our lives with, you know, in the sort of legalistic rule-based environment. So then you feel like if you step out of that, or heaven forbid someone should see that you're having a bad day. Mm -hmm. uh, I wrote about this in uh, in my book that's coming out uh, in a couple of months, but I wrote about uh, living in Portland. You guys remember our house and we lived on 83rd? Oh, yes. Right we behind McDonald's. Oh, yes. <laughs> Nothing like waking up in the morning <laughs> every day to the smell of McDonald's. But we live right behind McDonald's. And there was a, a particular, there was a day when Jay and I, uh, it was a Sunday afternoon, and Jay was pastoring at that time at this church, and it was Sunday afternoon, and um, our friends Gary and Carol Ingeman came over, and Jay and I happened to be fighting. <laughs> we were like having this argument. I can't even remember what it was, but we left our front door open because it was it was a warm day, and we're just, I mean, Jay and I are not yellers, but we were having a pretty heated discussion, and both of us look over, and I'm sure that they knocked, but we just didn't hear them, and so here's <laughs> Gary and Carol just standing there with their donuts, you know, and they're like, hey, this bad time? Come on in. Yeah. And, you know, right then I just thought, okay, could this get any worse? It's the pastor and his wife, you know, arguing and this guy who was, um, you know, in, he's either a deacon or an elder at the church and we wanted to impress them. And there was clearly nothing impressive about what they just saw. That is one of the moments that I remember. It just sticks with me because she was like, you know what? I mean, these guys had five children, which to me was unfathomable at the time. 
And she was like, everybody has bad days. Do you care if we just sit in and let's talk about it? And it's real life. I had laundry all over the couch. She said, God just told us to come over. And I was like, well, how about you stop listening to God and give me a call? True. But it was right. And, you know, it didn't matter that our house wasn't perfect. It didn't even matter that they caught us in the middle of an argument. What mattered was the stuff that they encouraged us with, the words that they said to us that Mm -hmm. night, the encouragement that they spoke into our marriage has taken us. It's, I mean, that has lasted for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And I think if they would have, you know, if they would've, if they would have heard uh, our argument and just ran away, we would have missed out on the benefit. But instead, uh, they were brave. And that's actually, I'm going to skip down to it because that's number four on the list. I'm going to skip down to it. The, the fourth thing about um, practicing simple hospitality is be brave. Sometimes you got to go out of your comfort zone, mm-hmm. right? To like encourage somebody else. Exactly. And, you know, like you were saying, sometimes, you know, we hear God and, and I... I truly believe that when we are still, we will hear his voice. Mm. And um, there have been times when I haven't thought of somebody in forever. I mean, really forever. And I just, you know, maybe I have a leftover chicken salad in the refrigerator or something like that. And I'll just be like, you know what? I know it's leftovers, but everybody knows that I have leftovers all the time because I cook so much. You do. And um, so they all know. I, mean, I would move to your neighborhood just to be the recipient of your know. leftovers. Some of those neighbors have probably thrown my leftovers away, but I, I promise there's not mold <laughs> on them or anything, but but it's just something simple. I mean, it can be our leftovers, you yep. know, that we are taking to somebody. Now, whether it's something that we doubled in the first place or whatever, that's one thing, but there's also sometimes when we just have happen to have leftovers. Yep. And it's easy to take, you know, something to somebody. And, and you don't um, have to tell them, these are my leftovers. No, you don't. You really don't. And that's kind of number two on the list, which is never apologize. Why is that on the list? Well, I always say don't apologize because you know what? Half the time, nobody is going to notice what you're apologizing for. And I am married to a firefighter. Everybody knows that. And I am always burning food. I burn food all of the time. In fact, <laughs> our neighbors know that if I have the front door open and they're walking by, they'll, they'll ask me, you know, what did you burn? What did you burn? And so um, <laughs> anyway, it's just uh, one of those. Because you were th- like, you want to create the smoke so your man will come home. Exactly. There you go. Exactly. I'm with you. And I'm I told totally them with you. I one of those grill lights. You know, they have grill lights right? now. I said, we don't need it because I, there's always a fire out there. There's plenty of light. <laughs> plenty of it. So anyway. You say, don't apologize. Don't apologize. Yeah. yeah. You don't need to apologize. And I think right. sometimes we, we make it awkward when we do apologize instead of just going, this is what it is. Welcome. Come, welcome to my chaos. Well, you know what? If they see that you're being real, the chance of yes. you getting invited to their home, and that's the other thing, you don't ever do it because you want it to be reciprocated. You know, God gives us am- amazing joy in giving to others. Mm. And I think that sometimes we ex- expect to be blessed in the same way that we bless people. Everybody has a different love language. No kidding. And for some people, you know, cooking is not one of the things that they can do to show other people that they love them. And um, so, you know, it can be like we were talking earlier, it can be something like, you know, a store-bought pizza or something like that. It yes. doesn't have to be something that's homemade. And yep. it doesn't even have to be a full well, meal. Well, and that's point number you know? three. Keep it, simple. keep it simple. I mean, keep it simple. I think we, we know there's this mistaken idea. I don't like Pinterest for this reason. You know, there's this mistaken idea that if you're going to have somebody over, it has to be this, you know, extravaganza mm-hmm. that's Pinterest worthy. And when really just 
just, I mean, for our family, I'm a huge fan of just what kind of pizza do you like? Because I'm ordering pizza. Because really what I want to do is have a conversation with my friends around a, you know, around the fire pit or over a glass of wine. What I really want to do is just have them come over and do life with them. And most of the time, a lot of us are busy. We don't have time to uh, create this, you know, amazing extravaganza of a dinner. But really just being able to say, hey, I'm going to keep this way simple. Or if you want to bring a meal to somebody else, I have a friend of mine, I had a baby. She lives in Portland a couple of, I think it's been a month ago now, oh my goodness. And I just went down to the dollar store and I got a couple of aluminum containers and I made two um, enchilada casseroles because I knew I was going to do that for dinner for myself anyway. Right. Just as easy to double it. Exactly. And I put everything was disposable. Every container I brought to her was disposable. Or if it wasn't disposable, it was one that I didn't need back. Mm -hmm. And I just said, keep it. You know, and, and I kind of took a little bit out of your playbook, put a little tissue paper around it, put a little ribbon on it. It it's makes the little it, things. I know it is. It, it <laughs> takes one extra minute, really. Yeah. If you have a couple things, and you know, if you keep a couple things um, on hand for, you know, taking meals to people, especially, you know, we were talking about seasons earlier, and um, there's times it feels like everybody's having surgery or everybody's having babies mm -hmm. or everybody's this or that. And so, you know, you're going to be. You know, we're in a different season now. It was the baby season, and now it's the hysterectomy oh, the season. Exactly. What's going we're on? The hysterectomy season. <laughs> but you know what? One benefit of allowing people to do things for you is that you can minister to other people in a totally different way. And I know that over the last six weeks, people have done the sweetest things for us. And normally, I'd be like, "No, I can do it." I love your story you about know? the chips and salsa. That okay, was so sweet. Chips and salsa. So. I had a friend that flew back into town. I think it maybe it was. And this is while you're recovering is, from your surgery. Yes, I was, I think, three days Ew. down. And, um, wah, wah. and I just, you know, you don't really want to see a lot of people. You're just kind of feeling yucky. And so I had to kind of get over that too. But um, she said that she wanted to come over. And I was just thinking to myself, oh my goodness, you know, she just got back from a trip. And I didn't, I didn't want to inconvenience her, you know, because I thought, you know, my husband can easily go and get something. Right. And um, so she brought over salsa and a bag of chips and seltzer water. For I me. love her I, already. We sat around our island area for maybe an hour and we talked to them mm. and it was the most it was so special because I think it was the simplicity of it, but it was also, it was simple for them and it was meaningful for you. So meaningful for us because, you know, she could have easily said, you know, I just got back into town. I don't have time. And yes, there's a season. There's times when we don't even have time to do chips and salsa. Right. I totally so we're not trying that. to send everybody on a no, guilt trip. No, we are not. We're not sending everybody to go get <laughs> chips and salsa. Unpack your bags. Exactly. This is not a guilt trip. Exactly. But I think it's just the act. And, you know, even if you're taking your kids to piano lessons or something like that, if you grab a lemon and grab somebody a Perrier water or, you know, something like that, just drop it at the door. You, it, drop and go. You yeah, have drop to and go. If you're in your pajamas like me, <laughs> you just want to put your big coat on and yeah. put your sunglasses on yes. and go. Um, yeah. So, you know, I just think that there are seasons and it's absolutely, you know, things from the heart. Yeah. And people aren't looking for a big gourmet dinner, no. you know, with five courses. So you have so. a couple of, I thought, really good um, hints. I wrote down some of them. And you, you, we've talked about this before. One of them was um, the cash and carry. Go to cash and carry. You can keep containers on hand because right. it's a really big deal, I think, as much as possible There's to uh, alleviate stress from the person that you're taking the meal to and also from yourself, not to have to worry about having mm -hmm. dishes returned to you. Exactly. And so part of one of the ways I've done that is over the years, if I, if I see a good Pyrex bowl or a Pyrex dish in the Goodwill 
and it's a buck ninety nine, I might buy it and keep it in my like of a box of dishes that if I'm going to take a meal to someone, then here you get the dish too, so you can have it. I don't need it back. But mm-hmm. the Dollar Tree has them. But I loved your idea for um, cash and carry. So yeah, cash and carry. It's a restaurant supply store, and they have huge amounts of cups and um, plates, and you know all the that kind of thing. Yeah. So and not everybody listening is going to have a cash and carry, but almost exactly. everybody's going to have access to a restaurant supply, supply store, store, which is yes. really what this is. Yeah, yeah. And it's inexpensive, and you know sometimes um, if your kids are involved in sports or piano lessons, and you're going from you know here to there to here during the day. Um, you know, we had kids in school and they went right to sports after that. Mm-hmm. And so I refused to go and, you know, spend money eating out all the time. It wasn't nutritious. It was not budget friendly. And so I would just stack up and I would make soup and I would put it in thermoses and oh, we would I take it soup. to the games, mm. you know, and you can get um, thermoses at Goodwill all the time for mm-hmm. like two ninety nine, three mm-hmm. well, maybe four ninety nine now because mm-hmm. they've hiked their prices up. I know we don't like that. We'll we talk don't about like that later. Goodwill. No, that um, makes us so mad. So anyway, it makes us very sad. Um, so anyway, there's a lot of ways, you know, to keep it really simple and your, your family benefits from it. And, you know, some of the people that, you yeah. know, because we've all been to the back so of the big. kitchen churches, uh, the church's kitchen, they yep. all have a stack of, you know, nine by 13 pans mm-hmm. that need to go back to whoever. And, yep. you know, it's just another response. Just say no so. to that. Say no. Just say no to that. All right. And so then the last one is, and we're going to try to wrap this up, is keep things in your freezer. I love this. What kinds of things can we can we keep in our freezers so that we can practice hospitality on a moment's notice, Lisa? Hook okay. me up. Hook so, me up. frozen bread is my absolute favorite thing to do. I don't know. There's so many people that are gluten-free and all that now, but- But let's forget about let's that. Let's forget about that. There's gluten-free <laughs> bread. So get crusty bread, fresh, make it you can get it, donate it, whatever. Um, slice it up and stick it in your freezer because we all can make a meal with, yep. you know, you, you just, oh, the other thing I keep in my freezer is the Butani tortellinis. Yes. I keep two of those on hand at all times. And for those of you that are listening that do not have an extra freezer, I can guarantee you that your neighbor's or somebody on the block has extra freezer room. It's worth it. Yep, absolutely. And so, that's that comes back to being brave. Going your to your neighbor and just hey, you know, get to know our neighbors and say, hey, can I can I borrow a little bit of freezer space? Might might just come back to bless you if you ever exactly. need a meal. And I think it's a good way get out of your comfort zone a little bit. And so enjoy the season of life that you're in. And if you are in a season when someone's trying to bless you, let them do it. Let them do it. The next time somebody calls you and says, can I bring a meal over? Don't don't say, oh, no, I got it. Say, yes, you can totally bring me a meal. When Lisa offered to bring me a Crock-Pot meal, dude, did I even flinch? No. No. I was like, heck to the yes. She was like- <laughs> even got invited. She was like, can I come and bring you a, a meal? And I'm like, I never turn a meal down, girl. You can come over. You can spend the night, whatever it takes, and get you over here with a meal. Oh, so I just love your heart. I love your heart for you. other people. It really comes through. And it's just, it's been a joy to have you on here. And we're going to do this again. I'm definitely okay. have you back and we're going to do this so again. Thank Absolutely. You, Heidi. Yes. Thank you. For everybody who's listening, if you've got questions, there are other topics that you want to hear uh, uh, discussed over at the podcast, you can email me podcast at the And I'd love to hear from you. Also, if you have not left a review yet on iTunes, now that we're back up and functioning again, man, we'd sure appreciate that. So get back on iTunes leave us a review that helps keep the podcast fresh in other people's feed and lets other people see it. So hope you guys are enjoying this. Don't forget to register to vote. We're going to be talking about that a little bit more <laughs> next week. Aren't you guys going to be glad when, when the 8th of November is over so we can talk about something else. Uh, in the meantime, 
Uh, keep praying for our nation. Uh, we certainly are going to be needing it in the next few days. And I will see you back here on the 31st. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.